This podcast is sponsored by the Social Enterprise and Crowdfunding Conference. Learn more at secfc.co. Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. Today's show is being produced for Forbes.com, where I am a contributor covering social entrepreneurship and impact investing. Today we have with us a social entrepreneur from Denmark whom I happened to meet when he was visiting Salt Lake City a few weeks ago. He is Torkel Sani, and he has created a nonprofit organization called Specialiste Ernst. Specialistern <laughs> USA. I'm, I'm sure yeah. that Torkel, you'll correct my pronunciation, but but you're working with uh, creating employment opportunities for uh, people with autism, and uh, so welcome to the show. Thanks, Devin. Great to be on your show. Thank you. Now, Torkel, we'll take a minute, if you would, and tell us a little bit about why this is important to you and how this all got started. What's your personal connection here? Yes, thank you. So um, some 14 years ago, I was a traditional family man, traditional career man, technical director in an IT company um, when my youngest son, Lars, was diagnosed with autism. Um, and as a parent, suddenly to, to have one family member that has a disorder, a disability, that was... Um, uh, kind of scaring situation. But uh, we very soon found out that he has so many skills and actually he's a wonderful child just as his siblings. Uh, when he's in his comfort zone at home, he's bright, caring, everything you could want from a child. But in the kindergarten, they saw another child outside its comfort zone. And uh, we were told that they couldn't figure out how to deal with our son. And then he was diagnosed, and we found out that maybe he he couldn't uh, take part in the social stuff. So he was diagnosed with autism, and that's that was an eye-opening situation for me. Uh, I was active in the autism organization and found out that, my goodness, there are so many in a similar situation. Bright, skilled, many, many skills that could be very valuable. I could see good memory, attention to detail, pattern recognition skills, um, attention even in repetitive tasks, and also new way of thinking to be just what I needed in my role as a technical director. It's hard to find people like that for software testing, analysis, quality control. So I thought, why is there an unemployment rate of 80 to 90%? We must be able to establish these comfort zones in the companies so we can get access to all the values. And that's when I had an okay from my wife to <laughs> to hand back the company car and the good salary and start as a social entrepreneur. The specialist on it as an attempt to establish training work environment where it's okay to, to be on the autism spectrum. You don't have to hide. You don't have to try to cope with social interactions as non-autistic would. We want you to do what you're best at 
and then we go and find the, the needs in the market where people with autism can do as good or better. So what was the ex experience that helped you identify your son's special skills? Well, um, it was an adventure to, to find out because he wouldn't come to you and say, I can do this and I can do that. No, you had to find out yourself to detect. Um, he did many great things. One is the way he organized his own time. He could be, he could be frustrated during the weekends because uh, there was no plan. And then we said, why don't you make a plan yourself? And he came up with a very detailed plan from this time to this time. You do this, I do that. And uh, that was pretty amazing. But, um, but also one day he, he drew uh, some sketch with a lot of boxes and numbers put together in a strange way. I didn't know what it was until I remember that um, that I've seen something similar when we were out on the vacation in Europe. So I found the European Book of Maps and the index page, the first page, had all these boxes, all these numbers, all these figures, and it was a total perfect um, imitation of that index page that he drew out of, of memory. And I was like, this is totally amazing. My goodness, any IT company would love to have someone like that. And I felt so uh, embarrassed that you probably never get a job. And as parents, you really want for your kids to have a good job, meaningful, productive, where the kid can be appreciated and respected for the special personality. And as long as we as parents have the resources, we'll be his interpreter, he will fight his battles, but one day we are not there anymore. And and uh, what will happen to, to last? And so we believe that a way to have fulfilling lives is really to have a good job that match your potential, your skills. So it's not just a job, it's actually also a career, but that will take that someone will understand you and be able to create that comfort zone. If you can do that, you will have such a wonderful uh, labor force. Well, it, 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 it makes perfect sense based on your experience. Now, how old is your son today? Uh, he's 17 years old and he attends uh, uh, high school as a sophomore in, in Delaware in the US. So we relocated to the US last year to, to bring our concept uh, across the US. Well, as uh, you and I were speaking just a minute before we went live, the, the, the this is a, a big problem in the United States in that there are a huge number of autistic youth who are beginning to age out of or graduate from school and, and other programs and they're at that perfect age to begin getting employment and yet there isn't yet a real marketplace for them. So what are the things that uh, Specialist in, uh, is doing to actually create that workforce and to create opportunities for these uh, bright young people? Well, we partner with uh, large companies. SAP is a good example. Uh, there's a similar example called an IT company called CAI. Uh, 4,000 associates, IT company in the US, 
both these companies have committed that a percentage of their uh, employee staff uh, in some years from now should be people on the autism spectrum that we work with, with them to, to, to search, to select, to train, to onboard and to retain in, in the companies. And this is where we have 10 years of, of experience. Um, and it's really, it's, it's not about charity. It's about where are the vacant jobs. Um, and in the high tech sector, there, there's a lot of vacant jobs. It can be really hard to, to find people with the skill sets needed. Like in New York, there are probably about 50,000 vacant jobs in the STEM sector. In the San Francisco Bay Area, the same. And we can really tap into this huge, huge pool of untapped talent. Just imagine, the latest figure says one in 68 of all kids are being diagnosed in the US with autism. And it's a lifelong uh, disability, so there are reasons to believe that this could be 1.5% of the population. We are talking about millions. And just imagine if 80 to 90% are unemployed. We are talking about a potential contribution to the labor force of millions of people, very much into vacant jobs. It's, it really is an important thing, and you've helped us highlight the scale. Help us walk through what you train companies to do, how you help the companies accommodate, onboard, and, and to create that uh, safe place, that comfort zone that you were talking about. Yes. Um, so basically, it's about changing the mindsets. And um, we call it the dandelion philosophy, where a dandelion is a, is a, a wonderful flower loved by kids. But as you grow older, something happens. And if you buy a house with a garden, and you see the flower again. Probably this time, you don't see a wonderful flower, you see a weed. Because now your own norms are being replaced by society's norms. And uh, your garden has to be as perfect as the neighbors. But the flower is the same. But if you see the weed, you won't get access to the values. If you see it as an herb, you can bring it to the kitchen garden. You can harvest it. It's good for nutrition medical uh, medicine, uh, wine, tea, coffee, beer. And you can make a living out of growing dandelions. That's a farmer in Denmark who does it. But it's really to, to every time you see something that you see as a, a challenge, remind yourself, do I see the wheat or do I see an herb? And how do I see the herb? And this is where we go in and help. So, so, um, we, we work with the companies, they come up with vacant uh, job uh, profiles. We go out with our partners, we work with uh, big NGOs uh, who are used to, to work in the disability space, uh, like the ARC. We work with ARC New York, ARC Philadelphia, with expandability in California. They have a huge network. They work with the states, uh, vocational rehabilitation and other sources and then we get a list of potential maybe 20 30 profiles that seems to have a relevant education and background and then we have a pre-selection selection process where we 
uh, we use Lego Mindstorms robots. Uh, we have workshops where we invite people to come and and build robots and program them and do funny stuff. Uh, and at the same time, they show us a lot about the skill set, uh, how they read instructions, how how they interact with each others. Um, and then we select um, people from that cohort into our program, a four-week training program, where it's really about establishing your comfort zone and grow that from an individual comfort zone to a team comfort zone. We do all the things that normally are regarded to be difficult for people with autism. We do project work, we brainstorm, we do agile development, we use a framework called Scrum that is used in the IT sector. And it's about teamwork, because if we can explain the rules, the expectations, then our people can also do teamwork. And then we assess the special skills that often comes with autism, memory, memory pattern recognition skills, um, uh, high performance during repetitive tasks, also new way of solving challenges. And the last week we focus more and more on the works, work zone to make the match between the comfort zone and the work zone. And then we build um, a support structure of bodies, mentors, um, our training partners in among the NGOs, um, specialists and is also part of the support structure, hiring managers, HR manager, to make sure that that uh, it's not just about linking this person up to an individual manager. We know there'll be changes. It's about really making the department receptive, understanding the dandelion philosophy and make this people, this person feel welcome. Well, it really is uh, a huge challenge, I would think, to uh, prepare both sides and yet uh, you seem to have found the way to prepare both the uh, young people and the corporation for this accommodation and really uh, it, that must be having some good results. What are you seeing so far in terms of outcomes and implementation? Well, I think uh, I've been in the U.S. for about a year and we have about great job for about 40 uh, people in the U.S. so far, and um, as the examples from CAI and SAP spread, uh, we're actually in negotiation with a lot of of quite large companies right now. Um, we're also very happy that the NGOs, the ARC chapters, and other who work in the field are very uh, interested in learning. And we had recently. Uh, experience from the specialist and a young innovators summer camp uh, at a high school for a group of, of kids on students on the autism spectrum and the teachers totally loved it because they could see other kind of angles to this individual than they've seen during the school year and um, it's really there's, there's so many opportunities also for internships bringing people from the education system into the the companies um, in in a kind of low risk way, um, so that they don't have to to end up at voc rehab in order to get a job. Uh, we we have succeeded when we have 
work with the education system and the employer so to make that bridge because as you said many people are aging out of the education system and we have to bring them from the education system into the companies so we are also working on internships but it makes so much sense it's very costly to have so many unemployed people on the autism spectrum it's costly for the companies who cannot find qualified people in the US so maybe they have to offshore to other countries or bring in people from other countries we believe that we can find a lot of these resources in the local community so it's a huge win win for for everyone it really is it really is that's a remarkable perspective and i really appreciate the great work you're doing i'm sure a lot of people are intrigued by what they're hearing today how can people engage with you how can they uh, become part of the program as employers how if if they have uh, young people who are uh, on the autism spectrum how do they connect with you uh, I'm sure there are a lot of people who want to know how to participate how to help give us some guidance on how to connect well I think if you work in a company and and as most parents they work in in a company um, maybe you, you could go and and talk with your managers about these jobs where we can't find uh, qualified people or the people that come are leaving for other jobs all the time maybe we should consider to see uh, could some of these tasks be be done by people on the autism spectrum actually some of the the biggest partnerships we have created with companies have been triggered by parents within the companies who went to the top and say see this is what what we found out uh, have a look at specialist and and see what they've done with SAP and CAI um because many companies we have experienced they are creating kind of an internal grassroots uh organization of parents or people who care for pe- for for people with autism within the companies and um um i think generally it's well received by the top management um they would like the company to to engage in 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 the volunteer work like this and it makes business sense it's not just about doing good you can do good and and have a strategic and a tactical advantage at the same time and you'll get some very motivated uh employees who start kind of building this grassroots so uh, go to the specialist on a website uh, be inspired uh, search on the internet about articles about our work and and um, make your managers aware of of this program um yeah that's um i think you'll be well received great great and uh, what's the uh, website or what are the what are the mechanisms that people would use to connect with you well um, you can go to the uh, www.specialist.com website it will be available on on this show um and um and you can search more information and and there are some contact um, email addresses um and I especially encourage people to to take the the how can your 
company, your employer maybe get a benefit out of that because I can be overwhelmed by parents who have seen an opportunity for their kid, but we need the demand side to act first. We need the companies to come to us and say, can you help us? And then we'll go out in the kind of supply side and work with school systems, with work rehab, with NGOs to find the right people. But the demand side is the most important. When we can make employers make contact to us, we'll do the hard work to find all the people and and set up the, the best possible transition. Fantastic. Well, uh, Torkel, thank you very, very much for your time today. It's been a pleasure to meet you, and I commend you for the good work you're doing. Thank you, Devin. Great to meet right. you. Thank you. Let's do some good. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devinthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devin hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur, or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devin is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com. The one-of-a-kind social enterprise and crowdfunding conference on September 26, 2014 at the spectacular Snowbird Resort near Salt Lake City will bring together leaders from across the country in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. Register before August 31 for just $60 at secfc.co. The roster of speakers will include Rodney Sampson, author of Kingonomics, Francis Batista, the leading animal rights advocate, and other luminaries. See the full list of speakers at secfc.co. Social entrepreneurs attending the conference will have the opportunity to pitch real investors at the conference. Nonprofit leaders will also be given an opportunity to make a pitch for microgrants and to conduct a one-day crowdfunding campaign during the event. Learn more at secfc.co.